evil tonight. Evil tonight. Yeah, evil sure did something tonight. Does Halloween end tonight? I hope so. Happy Halloween, folks. You're listening to America's Most Heartless Podcast, The Pod People. I'm Matisse Van Rossum, and I'm a freak. I'm a psycho. What the hell are we doing here? (laughs) What are we doing here? I don't belong here. Uh, I'm Ben Sheets, and uh, recently I've been getting really into Japanese culture. Have you guys ever heard of anime? Hi, I'm Cleveland Mosier, and I'm showing grief, my tits! <laughs> I'm showing grief, my tits! It's that time of year once again, folks. Everybody's favorite time of year, Halloween, spooky season. It's now our... <laughs> it's time <laughs> to for... To show our, grief our tits. For our, to show grief our tits, and to... Uh, do our, our now annual review of, uh, of a new Halloween, because they keep making them. But is this the last one? No. I hope so. I, I'm like Laurie Strode, watching out the window for another one of these goddamn movies. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We're gonna back. look back and be like, it's been 40 years. <laughs> 40, years again, 40 years, 40 years ago. Tonight. To the night. Well, we're, of course, uh... We're, we're, of course, talking about Halloween Ends, the final film in the uh, David Gordon Green Halloween reboot trilogy, uh, a series that we have a complicated relationship with on this podcast. Uh, yeah, the last one fucking sucked. Yep, the last was, one fucking sucked, that's it. but the pretty first one, <laughs> that complicated? the first one, though, Halloween 2018... Pretty good. Banger, even. Pretty good, yeah. I, I thought, I, we I all like that movie. Good. Yeah. And then Halloween Kills came around last year and uh, was just one of the absolute worst things yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm ready to go see Halloween. And then the, ha- the movie just came in and just t- took a big old shit on the floor. And I was, I was really surprised and, and taken aback by yeah. how bad it was. Considering again how fucking great 2018 was. Well, and, what uh, it what it did yeah, was damn. what it did was temper our expectations for Halloween ends. And you know what? I'll say I'm glad it did because I would have hated this movie a lot more if Halloween Kills was a better movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't but, have the energy now. But they're different kinds of bad. Yes, you know, like Halloween Kills was like bad because it was kind of tropey and awful where this one like you were saying coming out of the theater it's kind of ambitious but it fucking falls on its face in all of that it's, it's also it, it it's swings kind of fucking boring it swings for the fences it swings for the fences in a lot of ways that i really respect i i i think that is why i i have less outright hostility towards this movie than I did towards Halloween Kills is that I can see what they were trying to do. They called their shot, but then they struck out to bring the I, the, uh, the lengthy baseball metaphor to a close. I have a theory, right? So I think this movie had heavy rewrites because remember last year how we yes. were talking about how... They were considering making this present day with COVID. Yeah. And who wears yeah. the mask? 
you see themes of that throughout the movie. Like the opening with the pumpkins, where instead of, you know, just a lit up pumpkin, or in Halloween Kills, it's the pumpkin decaying. Burning. Burning. Yeah, because it starts with uh, um, Lori's house. This burning one, down. it has pumpkins kind of growing out of pumpkins. Yes, and it's really weird. I, I kind of wasn't a it. huge fan, but like it fits with the theme of who's behind the mask, you know? Yeah, and uh, they play well, with that and theme. the and the different faces and shapes of evil. That's what this movie is about. Yeah, yeah. is and they that play evil with that, wears many masks? They play with that by showing like the thing on tv you know evil can be anyone well also that's just a call back to the original halloween when they're watching the 50s thing on tv yeah Yeah. so but it feels even more relevant yeah uh here but i think they must have gotten a call midway through production and were like you gotta 86 the covid stuff people are not feeling it I don't... And so, like this, ha- this movie had like a weird, like vague time to it, because like the opening scene, right, was supposed to happen in 2019, right, a year after the events of the, the first two. Was weird. And then we can talk about the the beginning more in yeah. a little bit. But one of the main characters goes to jail, and the father references that it's been a couple years since then. Is this supposed to be in? This is supposed to be this is supposed to be present day. This is okay. supposed to be present day. I'm pretty sure because they said that it's been uh, when when Laurie's doing her monologue at the beginning, which we then see is her writing her oh, book. I Awful! Hated that the monologue, monologue was terrible. So much. But she she ends it she ends it by saying, uh, "I last saw my monster four years ago." So this is in 2022. This is present day. Okay. Um, so yeah, three years after the events of, uh, the, the beginning that we see, which honestly I thought was awesome. I thought the prologue of this movie was really good. Yeah. And then never meet, never met that, that level again. Yeah. Do you mean like her, her writing and her book? No, 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 no. Like the prologue of this film. Oh, I see. Like with the, yeah, the babysitting, the babysitting. Yeah. yeah, the this this guy, this young man, coming over to babysit for some rich people who are going to a Halloween party. They talk to him about how, oh, what school are you going to? He's like, oh, I've looked at a few schools for engineering. The kid's being a little shit. They're watching the thing. The kid runs off to try to like scare him, locks him in uh, the attic. And uh, he's, like, trying to break the door down to get out of the attic because the kid won't let him out. Right as the parents are coming home, he kicks the door open. It hits the kid in the face, and he goes tumbling over the railing down, like, four flights of stairs to, like, smack onto the floor in front of his parents, dead. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. It, it genuinely uh, shocked me. I, I did. A, I did a little, <gasps> a little gasp. What yeah. about a pancake a toddler right off the bat? Huh? Yeah, I mean, just like the 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 way that it's paced, and like the editing, just like the kick the door open, hit the kid in the face, and then splat of his body on the floor. Mm-hmm. One thing that I do like about that scene is uh, earlier on, the babysitter says, "Aren't you afraid of Michael Myers?" And the kid yeah. says. No, Michael only kills uh, babysitters. 
So we're expecting kids not to die because there's quote unquote rules to this. I well, yeah, I and, and, and I like have to think that was coming. And like in like, Hello, all the previous movie does is subvert. So like for me, it kind of keyed me in the other way around. I'm like, oh, they're gonna kill the kid. Like, yeah, I I didn't I didn't see it coming because it does that does feel like a line they have been yet unwilling to cross because they're like there's the whole thing with the kid in the last movie or is that the first one where she's babysitting the the really the wisecracking little kid. Oh, that's the first. That's one. the first one. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Cuz I like that kid and I was like, did I like something about Halloween kills? Um no, that's that was the first one. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, and, and that kid gets away. We see him uh, we see one shot of him at the very end yeah. of this movie. Uh we'll get oh, yeah, to that. Um but uh yeah, that I, so I thought all of that was great. I will say when the parents get home and they hear from the attic, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill then, you, Jeffrey. Yeah, they hear that, and then the thud, and then their kid hit the, like, splat on the floor. And then he's hanging over the banister with a knife in his hand. It's yeah. just like, that's a little over the top, but sure. it, was, it was such a shocking sequence that I think they got away with it for the most part. Yeah, sure. I know. I, I think they totally got away I'm with it. That, yeah. But then they follow it up immediately with an extremely heavy-handed voiceover recap by Jamie Lee Curtis that is set over shots from all the previous movies in this timeline. So the original Halloween 2018 and then Kills. And I I really wish like reboots of old movies would stop doing this thing where they splice in actual footage from much much better movies that they're based on. I don't I don't understand why you would invite those kind of like literally side by side comparisons in your own movie. I think it, <laughs> I think it's foolish, but obviously they were pretty confident about it. Um, but yeah, she does this whole monologue about how Michael Myers infected the town of Haddonfield with evil, and ever since he got away four years ago, everybody's been looking for boogeymen everywhere, and there's all kinds of crime, and people are killing each other and killing themselves, and like the whole town has just been uh, trapped in this cycle of fear and death and misery because Michael Myers got away. I just, this entire time you've been talking, I've just been picturing like a, 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 like a Looney Tune just beating me over the head with a big ham. Yeah. Just, just whacking me in the face with a big old ham. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is setting up what the crux of this whole movie is, is that like Michael Myers isn't a man he is an a force of pure evil that in this movie is capable of quite literally uh infecting slash possessing other people to do his killing for him the looney tune has now put the ham onto their their fists like boxing gloves and they're beating me over the head like a punching bag and that's and that's the thing and i i that's where I I like what the film is trying to do, but the way that they do it is terrible. Yeah, ham-fisted actually. Because, like, the idea... It's not just ham-fisted, it's incoherent. Yes. Because they're trying Incoherent. To... <laughs> God damn it. 
that's, that's a pretty good. Uh, one. Thank you. <laughs> They're trying to set up Cody. I think Corey. Corey. Corey is in the house. Corey. Corey. He's the uh, he's the he one who the who accidentally kills the kid at the beginning. You should have said that. They they try to set him up as that's a sympathetic right. character. And then they kind of veer off the road with him. Yeah, well, I mean, they they do set him up as a sympathetic character. Like, obviously, he he accidentally, we do know it was an accident, he killed this kid. And because of that, we see, obviously, he wasn't able to go off to college and become an engineer. He's stuck here in Haddonfield, you know, uh, working in his dad's uh, junkyard, and he's never really gone anywhere or done anything with his life. And it's like, okay, yeah, so that's how, like, the evil of My- Michael Myers that's infected Haddonfield is, like, keeping people here and keeping them from escaping and living their lives, blah, 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 all this shit. But he's so fucking cartoonishly pathetic. He's like a 25-year-old man who we see on multiple occasions being bullied by high schoolers. The most sadistic high schoolers I have ever seen in my life. Who are band kids <laughs> like the main one is but like he's like your typical like douchey jock bully like he's always wearing a letterman jacket but when we first see them the whole group of them they're all wearing like the band bibbers the jumpsuits yeah. and stuff and they're like we're trying to get ready for the big game but we're in the marching band it's like why are these why are these high school marching band kids like the bullies in this situation. One word, fucking subversion. You know, they're just trying to do it. It's just more subversion for the sake of it, man. Like just like the last movie, and it's dumb. Like it just. I don't think that's you... a subversion. Yeah. It's not it's subversion. Like, no, no, normally the bully's a jock, but now the bully's the band. Kid. But he's still. But he's Your expectations. But he great. behaves like, just like the. He behaves just like a jock. Yeah. The only difference is that we see him wearing a band uniform, and he says, "I'm in the band." Right. But like, well, like, in the writers room, like that's that is what I believe they were trying to do. It's like, oh, like, wouldn't it be funny if the band if the, kids were the bullies? The band kids were the bullies, but like they didn't follow. But I just, I just can't, that. I just can't take seriously that this grown man is being bullied no. by high schoolers. Especially band kids. I was, like, we were in band. We're gonna bully. Oh my god, kids. dude! Yeah, Cleveland and I were both in marching band all through high school. Like, band kids are fucking pussies. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're respectfully. Band. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. That's why they're bad. Uh, again, Cleveland and I were were, yeah, were band kids. Like, um, no, no call outs here. You know? But also, like, even if even if they had been like the typical like high school bullies, like the captain of the football team and his cronies and whatever, still, once you're in your twenties, you can only be bullied if you choose to be bullied. Mm-hmm. It, otherwise, it's impossible. I don't believe that you can actually be bullied as an adult unless you let yourself be bullied. Yeah. Walk away from the children. Push the children over. You're an adult. You're a grown man. They're 17. But, like, they... <laughs> well, he tries that later in the movie. Yeah, and they throw him, <laughs> off, the <laughs> throw him off the bridge. He's a grown man! See, that's what I mean <laughs> when I say they're the most sadistic high schoolers I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. Because they throw him off of a bridge... And then they're like, a, a oh pretty my- a pretty low bridge to be fair. It's yeah, not, it's but they're like, like a- is he dead? Let's leave. We gotta exit the scene. Yeah, 
Well, and then it uh, uh, it allows Michael Myers to pull him into the sewers like Pennywise. <laughs> yep. They 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 Pennywised him. They Pennywised my this instead of instead of call, being called Halloween Ends, they should have called this It Chapter Three. In Chapter Three, <laughs> Halloween, <laughs> because I mean it is it is just it right. There's there's an evil that has infected the town for generations that is living in the sewers, they really terrorizing the, people. The fuck? Yeah, like feeding feeding on their fear. <laughs> like it, they the literally turned. Michael Myers into Pennywise. He's been living in the sewers for all these four years, eating who knows what, and uh, he drags Corey from under the bridge into the sewers and then doesn't kill him, but instead uh, grabs him by the neck and looks deep into his his eyes, eyes. and we see the evil go from Michael Myers into Corey's eyes, and now he is, and now Corey is evil for the rest of the movie. And he's the new, and he's the new killer. Michael Myers is barely in this movie. Well, and it's very clear that he's a fucking frail old man at this point. Yes. (laughs) You know, they have the same actor (laughs) that did the shape in the 70s movie Mm -hmm. doing it. No, it's a different actor this time. Yeah, it's not... uh, I I saw in the credits, it's not... uh, Nick Castle is that who yeah, who did no no, I no. yeah it's a, it was a name that I didn't recognize but mm-hmm. even so I mean we've been we've been talking about this since 2018 just like uh, 70 year old Michael Myers 70 80 year old Michael Myers you know fucking tottering around yeah. but now he's a, he's an 80 year old man who's been spending the last four years living in the sewer but. You know, he's not human. He's a he's a force of nature. He's a force of pure evil. Fucking once again later when uh, Lori is continuing to write her ham-fisted book, she uh, writes something about: Are you going to? Uh, are you going to let yourself be controlled by the elements? It's like, oh, you get it? Michael Myers is, and evil is a force of nature that controls people. One thing I'm confused about is uh, outside of the the sewer, there's this homeless guy yeah. who keeps seeing Michael Myers drag p- new people in there. Yeah. and uh, He lives right next to it. They're, yeah, they're they're His practically tent. roommates. Tent, yeah, they are. Yeah. They're like roommates. Yeah. And they were roommates. Oh my god, they were roommates. His tent is right next to the pipe hole. He can just go like a little bit further down the bridge. It's be assumed that he's been doing this for years now. Just yeah, pulling people presumably. The and yeah. the homeless guy is just like watching? And, and Michael Myers just lets him watch? Like what? And also, why haven't the cops investigated all these strange disappearances of uh I don't fucking know but the, for the about the homeless guy when Corey comes out of the sewer after Michael uh transfers some of his evil soul into him through his his eye holes um when he comes out the homeless man like grabs him and like attacks him and he says like you're going to go back in there 
Like, why did he let you go? You're going to go back in there and get me what I want. Bring me that mask. I am Michael Myers. The homeless man says, I am Michael Myers. He pulls out a knife and threatens uh, uh, Corey. And then Corey takes the knife and stabs him. So they are in that moment. They are both Michael Myers. And Michael Myers is also in the sewer. And Michael Myers is also the town. But he's also Corey. He's Corey. He's the old man. And he's the town. And he's also Lori. Because Allison says to her at one point, you are Michael Myers. <laughs> or something like that. I, I, didn't under, I didn't get what that was. And, and Everybody's I, Michael Myers. Everyone's Michael Myers. And no one is. And, and, no, and, one, and no one. And that's the worst part. Like, this is the part that really pisses me off, right? You're going to have folks being like, oh, but also he's just a man. And it's like, no, he wasn't because the the evil transference shit. Like, yeah. They play well, I mean, it's they like, like it's they established they established the the super net the like the truly supernatural at the end of Halloween Kills. If you'll recall, after the whole gets town gets together to shoot him and stab him and beat him a bunch of time, you know, like completely to death, and then he just gets back up and keeps killing. Like we know, and and so this movie is like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. We know that Michael Myers is is uh, is a supernatural killing machine. One thing that I wish they would have done, Corey starts dating uh, Lori's granddaughter, yes. Allison, and uh, who we know from the last two movies. Yeah, and I guess her ex was supposed to be a cop. Yeah, like a much older cop. Well, we see him yeah, at the diner, that. and he looks like a Sopranos extra. Yeah, yeah but we know that he's actually some uh, fucking Boston Irish schlub, because his yeah. name's Doug Mullaney. He says it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> We're celebrating Jimmy Grillo's birthday. Yeah, hey, you want to come over and celebrate <laughs> Jimmy Grillo's birthday? I'm 45 <laughs> years old. <laughs> you love me and we're in, like... Basically a tracksuit. Might yeah. as well be. Yeah, there was something to that where because we find out that Lori set the, the two of them up. I mean kind like, kind maybe of yeah. Lori is kinda of trying to live out her own romance with the sheriff guy, like through her granddaughter and doing so like puts her kind of in danger. Like I I think that there could be something there, but I also feel like I'm just entirely reading into that. The movie didn't really present that very well at all. I mean, yeah, I think it's more just that, like, she's trying to, like, be a good grandmother and, like, she sees that her granddaughter is lonely and she's like, oh, look at this, this handsome young man who's about my granddaughter's age. Oh, he's cut his hand open because he was being bullied by uh, high schoolers. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, I mean, the, um, we find out that she set him up with the detective guy, too, or the, the cop, too. Oh, wait. I don't yeah. know if they said... That she set she him said, up with When the... she's talking to the sheriff guy at the grocery store. Doesn't, doesn't she? Am I, am I losing my mind? I could swear that like she made a point of like, yeah, like... Uh... No, no that's, that said, was Corey yeah, she's she talking about. She set him up with Corey. That's oh. the thing she she's, yeah, she's talking about, uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, my granddaughter is seeing that, that Corey kid and the sheriff guy is like, oh, yeah, he's a good kid. That was really tragic what happened a few years ago when he accidentally killed that child. Yeah, well, but I think he's, but I think he's a good, I think he's a good guy. By the way, I've been getting into <laughs> Japanese things. <laughs> by by the way, guy. have you ever heard of a little show called Neon Genesis <laughs> Evangelion? <laughs> Something you may call in Japanese an otaku. An otaku. otaku, It means cool guy who gets lots of pussy. (laughs) 
<laughs> obviously, obviously, we're exaggerating, but like the, the the sheriff guy does start telling Laurie about how he's started learning Japanese because he wants to go to Japan and see the cherry blossoms. Man. And wouldn't it be nice if she would come along and okay. see the cherry the blossoms worst, too? The worst line of. Lori's memoir comes out of that too because she's like suicide or cherry or cherry blossom. Jesus fuck! Oh, and it's like yo, like if this was a different movie, that would be funny as shit. Yeah, like th- well, that's this- the thing about it. Like, just if you just if you just tweak it a tiny bit, and like it's like okay, it's not Halloween anymore, and we're watching like I don't know, fucking righteous gemstones or something. This is some funny shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, David Gordon Green has directed a lot of comedy. I would have loved to see that character keep appearing, but be more into Japanese stuff each by, time. By the end, he shows <laughs> up and he's wearing, he's wearing a kimono and he shaved his head, like the front, and put the back into like a little bun. Naruto runs places. Yeah. You know, like the whole... Yeah, see, that that is a big, another big problem with this one that is carried over from Halloween Kills is just the dialogue is just terrible. Oh All God, The whole yeah. movie, like the dialogue well, is the just writing, written horribly. It's non-dialogue. And I, like, I still... I am infected with evil, the curse, you know. It's like still so wild because, like, 2018 did not have such bad dialogue. Like, it was a little hammy and over the top at times, but like, one scene. it was not. It was not as bad as it has been for these last two movies, yeah. and it's the exact same writing team. Like, it's the exact same I, writing I, I team. Fucking, it's I so confusing. Yeah, know, like I, I love him to bits and all the other stuff he's done, but for whatever reason, man, like it's I just, love, da- I like David Gordon Green too. Yeah, like and it, it doesn't gel. It's well, it'd be one thing if they were it's, it's it's peanut butter and oil, you know. Like it's, it'd be one thing if they'd been biffing it since the first one, but the first one was good. Yeah. What where where was the secret sauce lost in between? That's what's so confusing about this to me because they obviously planned it as a trilogy. So how is how is only the first one good? I know. Yeah, see, the thing is, like, I want to blame that on the rewrites, but at the same time, it's not that. It's totally not, because, like, yeah. even if the rewrites caused it to be as incoherent as it is... As messy narratively, yeah. like, that doesn't mean the dialogue exactly, has to be bad. Exactly. Yeah. So, it could still... They know. could still make it sound like people actually talking to each other, you know? Yeah. It's so fucking hokey thought the scene where she invites uh Corey to the, the Halloween dance party at the bar yeah should be a pretty uh pretty interesting uh you know he finally breaks out of his shell and like dances he's having fun having a blast and seems he, like things could be good he goes to the back of the bar to I don't know get a drink I guess yeah he goes to get a beer and uh the the mother of the kid that he uh, accidentally killed is there. Just happens to be there. What the fuck? I that that we got to talk about them. We got to talk about the parents. Yes, because we got to talk about the parents because I I want to talk about the abandoned house. That yes, they have. yes, yes. That's exactly what I want to talk about because we see that the house that they owned, like the big mansion is, like, abandoned, and it's, like, fenced off. Like, Corey goes to hide there later. He and Allison break in there to walk around for some reason earlier. Don't know why. Um, He's showing off his trauma. But, like, but the mom, the mom 
confronts him at, like, this dive bar there, and she's, like, all bedraggled and, like, in shitty clothes and stuff. And then we see the dad later at the same bar, also dressed shitty, and he talks about... Well, the wife isn't there. And he talks about driving and seeing Corey on the street, and we see him, and he's in, like, a shitty little Toyota. How did the death of their child make them lose all of their money. <laughs> I don't understand why that mansion is abandoned that nobody has, like, even if they moved out, that nobody's moved in, that it's instead ban- abandoned and boarded up, why they're hanging out at this dive bar. What happened to their money? Well, How did they become poor from this? Clearly, it costs a lot of money to buy a new mansion. And the property value on the, the dead kid mansion is just down the fucking drain. But so. they didn't buy they didn't buy a new mansion, as far as we know. I'm just filling in between the lines here. You know. What the fuck? It's so good. <laughs> why is there why is their house abandoned? A child just died there. Yeah. If somebody dies in your house, you don't have to move out. <laughs> Well, like I can I, understand, I, they would move I can out, understand but... not wanting to live in the same house where your child died. Like I get that, but sell the house then. Some other rich family can move in. And why are they hanging out at this dive bar? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> is there only one bar in town? Maybe. I, but I think this was a different bar from the one we saw in Halloween Kills, uh, where the they were doing they were doing their their trauma dumping yeah. for the talent show. Oh, the talent show. Why didn't they have another talent? You know, I'm glad they didn't have another Thank talent God. show. I was about to say. Did, uh, did you notice that uh, the fucking um, one of the the grown children from Halloween Kills was she was the bartender at the at this dive bar? Yep. Why? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, it's all very confusing. I'm honestly I'm very confused about why everyone is blaming Michael Myers on, on Lori. Okay. Me. Yeah, I have thoughts on this. Um uh one of the things that really turned me off from uh I'm sorry, but fucking Star Trek Picard is that, like, they suddenly take, they take, like, this heroic character, you know, and, like, John Luke, who's, like, one of the best Star Trek League captains ever, and then, like, half of Star Trek Picard is people just, like, cursing at him, and being like, you're a piece of shit, you know, you're, cause you're a, a, a guy in charge, and men in charge are bad, and it's like, what do you, what, no, he, like, he, like, saved humanity several times, just, like, let the old man rest, let him sleep. And, like, I felt like they did the same thing to Lori in this movie, where, yeah. like, Lori's, like, the final, she's the ultimate, like, she's, like, the ultimate movie final girl, right? Like, Halloween is the big final girl movie, and she, she, like, rose past that in 2018 and, like, became, like, the, she hunted the hunter, and it was fucking awesome, and I loved it, and, like, she carries on doing that in the next movie as well, and there's nothing to emphasize that she's a bad person. Like, she's not fucking Batman. You know in Batman, it's like, oh, well, maybe if he hadn't put on the mask, the city wouldn't have had to put on masks. And well, really, she's, she's Batman's not... responsible for the Joker. It's like, you can't fucking do that with the with, with Laurie Strode. Like, what do you... What, yeah, what who in, is going who on? Who in the original just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time in the path of this 
indiscriminate killer. Yeah. Right? Like, you, I don't... Wanna... She's not respond Like, yeah, multiple times in this movie, you have people blaming her for Michael Myers' actions. Like, she's yeah. the one who, like, brought him back. When she didn't, he broke out of jail and came back. The most baffling... <laughs> incident of this is when she's coming out of the supermarket yeah and that woman berates her with her mima in the in the wheelchair because they were neighbors yeah it was it was the the woman who was uh her and her husband they were playing with the drone and halloween kills and michael myers uh shoved uh uh like a broken halogen light bulb tube like into her throat yeah it's one of the cooler, like, kills. Yeah. Well, we find out that she didn't actually die. She yeah. just can't speak anymore. And, uh, yeah, and her, she's... Lori's fault. And it's Lori's fault. Yeah, because they're fault. neighbors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another another time, I forget who... I forget who even That's says insane. it. I forget who even says the it. Common but so- ground with Lori. It's <laughs> yeah. like where you were like, "Oh shit, this guy attacked me too." I can relate. We're like, both survivors. We're both yeah. victims. Like it's like just fucking Jesus Christ. Why do I want to care about anyone now? Like, what are you doing? Like, everyone hates everybody. It's so fucking grim, dark, and dour. And like, I know it's Halloween, but like. You need to have something, like, good and wonderful and beautiful and special for the monster to go after. I don't know, right? Another character says to her later, you pushed a crazy man until he, or a mentally ill man until he snapped. What? No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Yeah, that's insane. Like, and I guess, like, oh, that's the talk of the town, you know, or whatever, but that's not... Yeah, it's so stupid. We hadn't heard this narrative come up in that. He was a killer. He was literally a killer before she was born. Like he, (laughs) yeah. And he just and he broke out of the mental uh, institution and just went back to the town he was from because it's all he knew and just started killing people. And she happened to be there, and she happened to get away from him. And so now when he breaks out and comes back, he's got unfinished business. This makes sense. Why is that her fault? Why is any of that her fault? Why does anybody think any of that is her, is her fault? Man, the way you just described that really emphasizes how simple of a story the original Halloween yes. make boot, you know, soft reboot was yeah. compared to this. Because if you tried to explain Michael Myers' role in this movie quickly like that... Couldn't be done. Could not be done. Couldn't be done. Max, yeah. At, you know, absolutely. Like... Yeah, the, the the 2018 reboot is literally just he breaks out of prison again and he goes back home. Yeah. Like, that's he it. He has unfinished you know, business. He has unfinished business. Yeah. You know, you know what I found really obnoxious is often on the podcast, I'm a, I'm a defender of more not always being more. You know, like, it, I find it really obnoxious sometimes. They're like, oh, original villain? What about original villain plus one? What about bigger? We'll do the same ship battle scene, but now it's got 4,000 ships, you know? Like, that's really... But... Sometimes more is better. Alien, aliens, right? And as the movie was gearing up, I was thinking, well, you know, at least maybe I'll get some spectacle or something. Because the one thing that kills had at least was kills. And, Lots of them. And, and, and the spectacle was all right. You know, with that and the score, like, at least there were moments in kills, like, isolated that, like, I can get joy out of. Because, again, 
That's why we're there. It's a slasher movie. Yeah. Like, that's why I, I'm still, like, a year later baffled about how I feel about kills. Because, like, on paper, it should be great. Like, the kills are great. The music's good. He, it's a slasher movie. That's what you go for, you know? But just all the periphery was, like, just detracted so much. But here, I was thinking, like, well, maybe at least I'll get some more. I'll get something, right? And they keep talking about burning the town. And I was like, yo, 2018 ends with, like, Lori, like, burning her house down. It's like, cool. This is going to be the whole town. It's going to be on fire. It's going to be fucking awesome. They're going all out for the for the final movie or whatnot. And I just thought that the end and all of it was just really anticlimactic. Like, it really didn't go anywhere. Well, and I kept waiting for them to subvert again, and then they just didn't. We should talk about the end in a little bit. I, I do want to circle back before sure. we get too far into the ending and the stupid bullshit that they do. Oh boy, isn't it? Um, I, I wanted Ooh. to talk a little more about Corey's character. He's in the house. And uh, he is unfortunately in the house. Uh, and, you know, Michael Myers lets him go. After he, infecting him with evil. He Yeah, he... And murder. After getting bullied by yet another person, this time the Sopranos extra. Yeah. Uh, he goes back to Under the Bridge and the dude follows him. Yeah. And he sort of lures him into the sewers. He basically Which, takes him... To, he feeds him to Michael Myers. Yeah. yeah first like off was baffling. Just this grown man deciding, oh yeah, I'm gonna chase this kid into the sewer. Yeah, right. <laughs> but... All because he's, yeah. he's fucking my ex-girlfriend. All things aside, like... I mean, he's, a, that, he's a dumb fucking hot dog next cop. <laughs> when that first happened, my curiosity was peaked, right? Because, like, they could do interesting things with that. Uh, you know, kind of show a progression in Corey's character. Because, you know, before that, he was very sympathetic. Mm-hmm. You know, I I thought he was going to almost do sort of a Hellraiser thing where he feeds Michael Myers the people that have to help him, him. Yeah, regain his strength. Yeah. And he kind of... He, well, he, does, that, well, he does it once. Yeah. The thing uh, is, he is actively involved in that killing. Correct. You know, yeah. the 0 to 100 of sympathetic character to evil villain character is immediate. Yeah, there well... There is no progression in that character to the point where he is a complex character. I won't. I won't say. I'll push back a little bit. I won't. I won't say that there's none because that is sort of the whole point of the Halloween party at the bar scene. I'm not saying it's done particularly well, but we do see him start to relax and open up, like with Allison, and it's like, oh yeah, you know, maybe life can be good again. Maybe I can move on from this horrible thing that that I was involved in, and then he gets berated at the bar by the kid's mom he runs out of the bar has a fight with allison and then is walking away and that's when the kids come up and beat him up and throw him over the bridge and he gets pulled into the sewer by michael myers it's like oh he he almost got out but the the evil the and the darkness that's inherent in the town sucked him back in literally into the sewers i'm not saying it's done well but i there is a little bit of an arc there but and the, that's when that's when me, he loses the rest he that's when he loses the little bit of humanity that he was regaining is when yeah. he is when the town sucks him back in 
to me as a viewer, that feels anticlimactic because he is yeah. one character before he goes into the sewers. He is a new evil character. Well, we suddenly, see we see him and be now literally is, possessed by now Michael is, Myers. He is evil character, and there's no trace of original him yep. in him. Yeah. Well, I mean, we see him literally possessed by Michael Myers, yeah. and that is yeah. And then he and then he's just evil for the rest of yeah. the movie. And I would have loved. And to there's have, no and there's no redem there's no redemption for him either. I would have loved to see nope. some internal struggle and battle as Michael Myers is fully taking over. Yeah. You know the problem. You know the. The thing is, we get none of that, and he's immediately caricature evil. I'll tell you what. Yeah, well, I mean, he literally later puts on uh, a pair of uh, uh, mechanics coveralls and then goes back into the sewer, pushes the old man over, and takes his mask, and then he and then he just becomes Michael Myers for a good chunk of the movie. Well, yeah, a chunk, I would say. Yeah, it's just because there's just too many little chunks, and that's I think the problem. Is it's the same issue. I will say during that whole bit, we get a lot of good kills. Yeah, we get once a few. once he takes Michael's mask and goes on his little killing. I, don't, I, I, don't I have that... some things to say about those kills because I don't think that they were as good as like any of the ones in kills. I I feel like some of them were kind of unmotivated in a weird way. Like okay, so the DJ one is a great example of that, right? Like they do a great special effects thing with his face getting all fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah I thought good. that kill was great and his tongue he, landing on the on the turntable. Michael Myers yeah, just grabs scissors out of nowhere and cuts his tongue off. Like certainly the kind it, of thing that like Michael Myers has done in the past. Yeah, it feels like they should have like set up the scissors or yeah, like, there's why are there just scissors in the uh, DJ also it's booth? Like, it's like very, it's very sitting vin- right next to uh, the record table. It's very vindictive for Michael Myers. Like Michael Myers doesn't really like play that heavy into motive. He usually just shows up with the knife and like picks you up and stabs you or grabs you with whatever's nearby to kill you. But like, well, yeah, like but holding it's... him back and cutting his tongue off, it's all very poetic for Michael Myers. You it's, know, well, I mean, it's Corey possessed by Michael Myers, so it's it's the evil that is Michael Myers driving Corey his own vindictiveness right okay i see so about that it's the same i'm sorry but it's the same fucking problem that like the sequels had where like you've you've taken it's like all right you have this long legacy of a series you've got a story that you're you're trying to tell and now we have to retell it we have to you know come back to this 40 years later and tell this story but you know because it's a new telling of it we're picking up after so much time, we have to put some new faces in there, too. And when you do that, and you're also trying to hold on to the familiar faces, you split your story. And you just... This isn't a lo- this isn't long-format television. You don't have the space to dig into both of those... To put enough meat on both of those stories. And this movie's doing that again, where it's trying to tell Lori's story, the granddaughter's story, and also this new character... And it's just, it's too many, I, it's too see, many stories. I Me. truly think that this movie would have been better if Lori was not in it at all. Yeah, I agree. Or Kill, vice versa. They, they could have, instead of killing Judy Greer at the end of Halloween Kills, they should have killed Lori. And then they could have done something with, st- Michael still escapes, but then that makes Allison the new main character who 
has seen her grandmother die and feels like she cannot leave Haddonfield because Michael Myers is still out there somewhere and she isn't able to leave the town while he's still around. Like, she's trapped there with unfinished business, whatever. Like, Jamie Lee Curtis's involvement in this whole thing feels... It, it feels so pointless. I, mean, I don't. To me, it feels like they were trying to set up for two thirds of this movie. It feels like they were trying to set up a generations thing. Yeah, you know, a sort of passing of the torch. Yep. You know, think like Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, where you know they were trying to pass the Harrison Ford torch onto fucking Shia LaBeouf. Um, and now Indiana Jones 5 comes out next year and it still has Harrison Ford in it yep. at like 88 years old. Yep. Um, but <laughs> we you know, see how that went. They, it feels like they were trying to do that with Corey yep. as the new mm. Michael Myers and Allison as, as the, the new, new Laurie. Or, or, yeah. yeah, or Ray as the new Luke. Sure, and it makes some sense you know if they were trying to keep it going yeah but the problem is they completely wreck well, yeah it. they don't they don't pass the torch Lori goes to pass the torch and then holds on to the fucking torch yeah like, yeah, yeah you, you have to act to, to to pass the torch to the next generation you need to actually let go of the fucking torch Right, I mean the the last the last two movies have been about the passing of the torch as well. It's like, oh yeah, this you know we're we're we're, passing that torch. You're still passing that torch, and then yeah, like you said, it's like she lets Allison hold touch the torch, but she's still holding on to it. She never passes (laughs) it, and like the the first movie makes it like about they. Oh, sorry to take this metaphor way too far. They grab the torch and they stab Michael Myers with it together. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Works. And that works great. Like, that's that's cool. Like, yeah, everyone gets to participate in taking down Michael Myers in the first movie. And I, I thought that worked really well. But here they kind of half-ass that. Like, it's mostly Laurie. Like, and then the granddaughter shows up. Like, it doesn't... The it doesn't... most frustrating part, and this is obviously... We've touched on spoilers. Yeah, this is getting yeah. But, uh... You know, yeah. Let's talk about the end. Corey comes to the house dressed up as Michael Myers, right, planning to kill Lori. Mm-hmm. And we have this extended scene where it seems like Lori is gonna fucking shoot herself. Oh my in the god, head. that was so funny. Yeah, yeah. that 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 was, bit was actually pretty funny. That bit, like as it's presented since it's seriously, but. As a bit, it's, it's a hilarious. Well, see, here's the thing, too. Like, I believe that, like, some of the writers... Because, again, I know that, like, Danny McBride was in the room when they were coming up with that stuff, probably, right? Like, I know his shit is self-aware. That's the whole thing with his shit, right? Like, it feels like it was written self-awarely, but without recognizing the tone of the franchise. Also, just quick aside, this movie is, like weirdly humorless. Yeah, especially compared to the last yeah. one, which is way... Compared to the last two. Yeah. Like, they've all they've always had, like, a dark, serious tone, but, like, the, the comedy comes through. Sometimes not even at, like, not really even appropriately for the tone of the film, oh, but, yeah, like, the, it's, it's always, it's always so jokey. Probably. There's always, like, jokey, funny characters. I think about the Big John and Little John thing yeah. from Halloween Kills, which... In a vacuum is funny. It doesn't really fit in the movie, I don't yeah. think. But uh, and then like the the little the little sassy kid from mm-hmm. 2018, and this one is just like so serious. Yeah. But yeah, to jump back to this, like we 
we have Lori going up to her office. Uh, she she gets her little her little revolver. Um, she calls nine one one and says she wants to report a suicide. It gives them her address. Um, footnote on that. Uh, and then she like takes off her necklace and everything, and she puts the gun to her head. And we see like uh, Corey dresses Michael coming up the stairs. And then we cut uh, to his perspective and uh, like he's about to push the door open and we hear a gunshot and we see some what looks like blood like splatter on the wall. And then he pushes the door open and we see a pumpkin that has been shot. That's the splatter. And she's standing there holding the gun. She's like, you really thought I would kill myself? <laughs> and she kicks him down and she over kicks the him, And she kicks him. And it's like, it's so, like, the, the timing of the whole thing, like, it feels like a gag, but just done so stone-faced. It's the wrong movie. It's the wrong movie for that so kind of So stone-faced. It's like, you really thought I would kill. It's, it's like it made me laugh, though. I'll say, like, no, it made me laugh too. I yeah. don't think I was really supposed to, I but do I? But that's the problem, right? Like, it's just in, in Halloween. That's not where you put that joke. That's weird, man. Yeah, it's it's weird, and yeah. and like. I mean, it's it's almost like they're talking to the audience too. It's almost like it it's like she's literally saying to us, "You dumb fucking stupid pieces of shit. You thought I was really going to kill myself? Nah, I'm going to kill Michael Myers." You really like, thought I was going to end the series? Yeah, yeah, you really thought Halloween was going to end? I'll see you in the think, year, bitch. Think think again. Halloween Transcendence 2024. <laughs> um the the most excruciating part is after Corey, you know, hits the ground, he immediately takes off the mask, revealing that it's him. And uh, they have a bit of dialogue between mm-hmm. them. And then uh, Corey's like, if I can't have her, and then he fucking stabs himself, stabs himself, in, the himself in the neck. And, oh, I'm so subverted. And... Uh, well, the door opens, and Allison sees uh, Corey dead with Lori with the knife in yeah. her hand. The most frustrating element of this to me is this is the third time someone has apparently killed someone by accident. So it should be a theme in the movie, you know, with the kid dying at the beginning mm-hmm. and the high schoolers pushing him off the bridge. And thinking he's and, dead, and yeah. And thinking he's his, yeah, and now this, that's the third time someone has accidentally killed someone. It should be a theme in the movie, but no, she runs off and then just immediately comes back. There's no real need for that, and also, it fucking, it ruins the the whole, climax. you know, climax of the movie. Yeah, with, well, she, yeah. she comes back because... She's like driving around town distraught and the pol- and the sheriff calls her and is like, Allison, where's your grandma? She uh, called in and reported a suicide. But she did before that she and, got there. Right. And that's why she goes back. back because did she think that, oh, uh, grandma's going to kill herself? See, it just makes no sense because Corey's... You know, like, 
it is me. I am the embodiment of evil. Yeah. See? And then he fucking kills himself. It's like, okay, well, no, scary no. shape. There goes that loose you know? And also, yeah. also, no moment of redemption for that character. Yep. No, doesn't well, he's he doesn't fight off the evil uh, of Michael Myers through the power of true love or anything we were like never, that. It's like we were never supposed to care about him. The the thing yeah, with kinda. the, the like, fuck you the transference of Michael Myers, you know him possessing people. The rules of that aren't explained at all. You know, Michael no. Myers is still Michael Myers. Yeah, even after you know possessing other people, but he's only possessed Corey and maybe the homeless guy but probably not the homeless guy but the whole town actually because there's a lot of crime and because people are killing themselves we see that fat dude dressed like Dracula who hung himself at the beginning during Laurie's monologue (laughs) because Michael Myers did that I guess yeah I mean it will it's it's it doesn't know what it it doesn't know what it's trying to say it's trying to say everything at once and yeah. and in in doing so it's trying it's it's trying it's trying to say that like it's not trying to it literally says through another one of uh uh Laurie's monologues later evil wears many shapes like, the thing or, that pisses me off so much about how they handle that especially with Corey's character is by having a character that accidentally kills someone and you know in the first act of the movie they're trying to sh- redeem him almost right. and show like an evil act allegedly doesn't mean you're evil, you're evil right. and suddenly it does he, it does actually and that, and that the yeah. town you and know, that the town was that. and that the town was unwilling to forgive him for what he did because the evil of Michael Myers has left them so paranoid and frightened of everything that they're always looking for boogeymen wherever they can find them. And so the town has driven him to evil. Like, it keeps beating you over the head by, like, literally saying these things, but, like, not reflecting them in a good way. Tell don't like show. in the actual it's it's like literally telling and then while trying to show it keeps like tripping and falling on its face kind of and then will tell you it's like oh well um you know that was if i hadn't if i hadn't uh, uh like eaten shit that would have been a double back handspring with a twist uh, but, uh, you get the idea. <laughs> it's like, that, that, yeah. that's what the movie keeps doing. Mm. It's like, uh, we're, we're not, uh, we, we kind of fucked up showing you this, but, uh, this is what's happening. Right after Corey dies, Michael Myers shows up and grabs his mask again. And fucking finishes Corey because Corey isn't actually dead after right, right. stabbing himself in the throat. Yeah, Michael Michael has to uh suck the evil back out of his eyes and then break his neck. Uh he has to he has to harvest the seed that he's planted, I guess. So stupid. Uh, and oh then Oh, when you put it like that, and that is what he's doing. Yeah. 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 You're just describing it. It's just like, oh. Uh, <laughs> when you put it like that. And then from this point for the next few minutes, we see uh literally everything that was shown in the trailer. Uh, yes. Because the the trailer, uh, the trailer for this movie shows stuff from literally only like th- these five minutes in the movie where Laurie yeah, and mean, Michael are fighting. You don't want to show Corey in the house. Yeah, right. Can't show Co- Corey's not in the trailer at all. <laughs> Corey is not in the house. Corey's the not in the house. I just 
don't understand how 2018 ends with all of the three generations coming together and tricking Michael Myers into the basement so they can set the entire house aflame and lock him in there. Yep. Right? And get rid of him once and for all in a cool way that doesn't actually like put the knife in their hands and make them as bad as Michael Myers. Like it's it's really poetic, it works really well, and it's triumphant and it has all three of these generations coming together and it's super cool. And then this movie it's just kind of in a kitchen. <laughs> And it's just sort of... He tries to shove her hand in the garbage disposal. Yeah, and and she hits him. And then then she knocks him onto the table, and she stabs him in the hand, and then she stabs him in the hand again. And then she she stabs him in the other hand. And then she pushes the fridge over onto his legs. Onto one of his legs. And it'll still kind of kick in. But they don't do anything with that. And then she gets on top of him... And finally stabs him, and then the granddaughter shows up. Well, after because he's been Michael Myers gets up. Yeah, well, yeah, he right. rips one of his hands out of the knife so he can grab her. Yeah. And then the granddaughter comes in and cuts his arm so they can put the arm back down. Yeah. Like, well, and before before he even rips his hand out, Lori cuts his throat too. Yeah. She has her whole little moment of gloating yeah. where she's like, "I spent years." Uh, running from you, and then I spent years hunting you, and I spent years trying to forgive you, but you're just a man, a man who stops breathing tonight and slits his throat, but then he rips the his hand out of the knife and is choking her to death, and it's like, oh, maybe they'll die together. That would be something, I guess. That would be kind of poetic yeah. Yeah. uh yeah. and then the granddaughter and then comes allison comes in yeah and, and uh yeah and, and like, frees laurie yeah. and then just for but he's just still, like pinned to the table like i don't know it just it, it's yeah. not it's just it's not the well and then they and then they cut his wrist too in addition yeah, to the in addition, in addition yeah. to cutting his and for throat. some reason that's finally it and again i'm just waiting for something to happen at this point that isn't what's going on because the entire rest of the movie is that like, it's, well, yeah, it's I mean, they... for subversion the whole time. So when there's finally just like general payoff the way it's supposed to normally happen, I'm not really expecting it to happen anymore. So like, I don't really like take it in and take it for granted. So I'm just left kind of feeling hollow with him finally killing Michael Myers instead of feeling anything. Well, it's like, yeah, well, I mean, the true finale of that <sighs> is something way more over the top than I could have ever anticipated. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> They just could. They couldn't have just left it there. No, they have to start rapping. They that have to, wild. yeah, <laughs> just right over the corpse of Michael Myers. They start saying, "I'm Laurie Stroud, and I'm here to say I'm killing Michael Myers in a special way." And, and it was, it was true. I just didn't really see that coming, you know, for them to like rap over the corpse of Michael Myers like that, you know, like here's here's old here's Laurie Stroud like in her what her sixties, you know, just just rapping, and that's what they do. And then the credits roll slowly. Over her rapping over Michael Myers's corpse. Yeah, just over silence. Yeah. Um, well, what they actually do is they uh, they <laughs> they tie Michael Myers to the roof of Allison's car, and they drive him to the junkyard. And along the way, 
They gather uh, literally the entire town. Yeah, just more members an, of the town in, come in up an, and start adding to the rap chorus. In an enormous, in an enormous funeral procession, Rapping. going to the junkyard, and then they they throw him into uh, the scrap grinder. <laughs> the rap uh, grinder. Yeah, it's it's a it's a stupid bit, and it's dead. Um, <laughs> well, and it's presumed that they just like are seeing Much like Michael Myers. They are seeing the car drive by and immediately. They're like, oh, that's Michael Myers' body on to top. Yeah, yeah, right. It's presented in such a fucking stupid way. Well, my whole point is that they might as well be singing. It's yeah, it's right. Like, it's, yeah, it's I so thought the whole the whole Ding town. Dong, the witch is dead. The whole town has to come together to put like their their generational trauma to rest in the goofiest way possible by throwing Michael Myers into a wood chipper. I kind of wish they had started singing. If I'm being honest. Not singing lie, Kumbaya. The yeah. scene of Michael Myers getting crushed in the, the grinder. The grinder yeah, was kind of bad. It looked kind of bad. Oh, I thought I it looked. Like I thought it looked pretty yeah. good, actually. Thing, I thought like, it was fun. Much like kills because they because they did they did like throw like a big uh, meaty dummy into an yeah. actual grinder like, and it crunched him up, and they showed the whole thing. It was pretty funny. Yeah, man, they do practical. You see his head, his head pop and shit. Yeah, like, it's, See, it's awesome. And like again, in any other movie. It kills me. Like, the look of this movie, the sound of this movie, not the problem. See, I was kind of hoping for, like, one of those car compactors. Oh, yeah, and they just put him into into a a cube. cube. They just (laughs) fucking cube Michael Myers. I mean, I I guess... I love that way more. I guess at this point, it's like, well, we spent the last two movies, or really three movies, proving that he's literally unkillable. So we think we've killed him for real this time, but just to be safe, let's fucking turn him into mulch. <laughs> like, in, in in one regard, in in one regard, I honestly think that's kind of the perfect way to do it. Is like is like Michael, he's not coming back from that one. No. And you know what? Good. Like yeah, right. Good. good. Like, it's like, like he's not he's not going yeah. back. From, there's no there's no there's no corpse to be reanimated like a, 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 as a zombie like uh like Jason or anything like that. Oh, he's mulch. There's like uh yeah, no, like he is he is mulch. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's goo. <laughs> um, and and in one regard like I I do like that, but you know then the whole th- the whole thing yeah. is like, well, you know, Michael, he's more than just a man. Is he's the evil that infects yeah. this town yeah. and that and that evil and that evil wears many faces and many shapes. So cool. is so we Michael can't enjoy that he's dead? So is Michael real is Michael really gone? Right, and like what are we what are we supposed to feel then? Right? Like you give us this awesome sequence where you're pulping him, but at the same time your message is is saying that, right? Mm-hmm. So like cool, I can't like I, I can't just like get joy out of that yeah i mean it do, yeah like, it doesn't it's like you're telling with like, with like everything i'm not allowed to with everything like, else the movie so has weird. been saying like that that it doesn't quite have the kind of catharsis that it should it doesn't really feel like oh it's finally over like okay even if michael myers is dead you spent the whole movie saying that like the evil is more than just him, right? That he's just an embodiment of it, a carrier of the evil. So you you turn his body into mulch, but did you turn the evil into mulch? Did evil really die tonight? Now, you were talking about 
about rewrites earlier. And I don't know about full rewrites, but I would be willing to bet money that they did make some last-minute cuts to this movie to cut out a couple of Evil Dies Tonight's. <laughs> I, I after do, getting roasted After getting it. fucking roasted ceaselessly about it after kills, there's no way there weren't at least a couple of characters in the original cut of this movie that said Evil Dies Tonight. And they were like, no, nah, we got the, they, the internet fucking roasted us for that. We gotta cut that out. Uh, 86 that 86 uh, evil dies tonight yeah man but did evil really die tonight see i think the the whole thing with laurie writing a memoir first of all anytime a screenwriter puts in main character is writing a book screenplay novel (laughs) whatever it's just the the screenwriter talking it, yeah. and not knowing how to emphasize that. It's a self-insert, yeah. 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 And it always feels fucking, like, self-indulgent wankery. In this movie, it feels like the screenwriters were trying to make a point about the Halloween franchise with that. Being like, oh, even though Michael Myers may die... The Halloween franchise lives, uh, you know, alive in all of us and the stories we tell and the experiences we have. You think they're going to try to to do another season of The Witch where the next Halloween movie doesn't have Michael Myers in it at all? They're going to try to see. I don't try to pl- try to play that. No, if that it's angle something again. that literal, I think it's like them trying to be like, oh yeah, well we killed them, but don't. Abandon the series. Don't yeah, the idea. Bad. The idea of Michael Don't Myers. Feel bad that we uh, killed the series. The idea of Michael Myers never dies. Yeah, I mean, fucking guaranteed. Within a year or two, we're gonna have another Halloween reboot, right? Yeah, which is like, why they should just pulped him and and said that that's it. That's that he was just a man, no evil. Goodbye, and you know, like just pulp him. This, yeah, you know, this, but even that is an insult to like the original movie. So I don't know. What I the mean, the stinkiest is. element of that, right, Stink. is. This movie had the Miramax logo at the beginning of it. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the history of Miramax. It was uh, uh, Harvey uh, Harvey and Bob Weinstein. It's named after their parents. They still own the franchise. Like, Mm. man, just seeing the Miramax logo anyway. It's always weird. You should probably just abandon that huh? yeah well i mean this is also a blumpkin house movie yeah. i think Blumhouse has and, those rights now yeah um considering they're they're jointly owning those rights i bet part of the thing was you kind of have to leave some sort of opening of course yeah to a possibility no of course there will be there will be some other type of reboot but uh i mean hopefully seemingly this uh this trilogy of halloweenies is uh is, is brought to a close mm. i fucking hope so i really do well the thing is with david gordon green and co they're just moving on to a different franchise they're doing the exorcist next oh next yeah. year the exorcist. i forgot about that next year six. yeah isn't it isn't it gonna be like a mini series no it's a movie Fuck isn't off. there also an exorcist mini series maybe but i know the it's a movie mm. that David Gordon Green is working on. Jason. No, go go back to doing stoner comedies, man. Honestly, stop doing reboots of 
horror franchises that don't need them. You know, like, this would have been a great Tricks or Treat. Tricks or Treat? Yeah, or Trick or Treats. Trick or Treats, I think. Trick or Treat. No, not the anthology. Not that. Uh, From the the 80s, early 80s, there's a movie called Trick or Treats. And I'm probably going to pick it for the podcast at some point. I have no idea what you're talking about. So that's the point. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it'd be a fun movie, it'd be a fun horror movie to do, like, a remake of. Oh, yeah, do remakes of, would be of obscure films that nobody knows. Yeah, yeah that, have good I, that have good ideas. Yeah, sure. I, there's tons of them. I, yeah, I, like I agree can... with that. If you're, like, I, I have no problem with giving new life to, uh, to like, bad films with good premises, you yeah. know? that Like, that's fine, but Honestly, Jesus the, Christ, the, let the these... Premise. The what these fucking really good too. It's it's all about a babysitter looking after a kid, and the kid is just a total shit. And it's an entire movie of that. It's awesome. It's just him pulling pranks okay. on the babysitter, and you just like wishing the kid would die, and then very good things happen. It's a great, yeah. It's it's pretty solid. Uh, okay. Trick or treats. I think I could be getting the title entirely wrong. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, me either. <laughs> it's a it's a weird movie. It's worth talking about for sure, but another time. Well, the point is, is that just. Something like that. Do you want to put this in the yeah, dirt? I'm, I'm super drunk. I, yeah. I need to. Do the last couple things I'll say really quick is first, music. John Carpenter. Always a banger. Came back. Uh, Always back. Yeah. Uh, much more downplayed in this whole movie, though. Yeah, I kind of appreciated that Same. to an extent. And also, I just wanted to shout out uh, at the the radio station. Uh, Werg. Yeah, Werg. Uh, Darcy, the male girl from uh, Joe Bob's Drive-In, makes a cameo appearance hmm. as the the receptionist, I think. So that was, oh, okay. that was kind of a cool grab. What did y'all uh, just just real quick for you, Ray? What did y'all think of Michael Myers' look in this one? I thought that was pretty good. One of the, one of the things I liked about it. It looks real burnt. Yeah, I liked the burnt kind of decayed mask from him living down in the sewers. Like, it looks like he's wearing, like, a corpse face, kind of. Yeah. Like, he looks corpse-like. I I wish there was more of him. I wish there was more of Michael Myers in Halloween. Yeah, and I wish he felt, like, more of a... I wish he spent spent more time not being in the sewer in this movie. Well, that's the thing. Like, he doesn't feel like a threat, either. No, he doesn't, really. we see him get beaten up by a kid, essentially. Yeah, this is, like, the the first time where, like, he really feels like an old man at certain times. And... I don't think this is the right place for it. I don't, especially if you spend two movies of him performing feats of superhuman strength and being shot and stabbed and beaten and still getting up and moving. Um, now is not the time to have him be an old man who lives in the sewers. Yeah, because um, they try to have their cake and eat it too because they do both they do yeah <laughs> he's a frail old man who also has super strength yep they do they do a, a call back to the kill in the original halloween movie where he picks the dude up and stabs him and pins him to the wall he does that to one of the characters in this one of the throwaway characters anyway um yeah let, let's rate this thing and be done with it um you know like i said I I don't hate it as much as Halloween Kills. Uh, I I don't think it's as frustrating as that, but it is still pretty incoherent. But I respect that it swings for the fences. 
it does not stick the landing <laughs> or even really perform the trick particularly well, but it sure is ambitious and I respect it for that. So I'm going to give it a two and a half out of five. This movie sucked. I hope that they have a short leash when it comes to the exorcist next year and they don't try to do something really callbacky with that. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Stick to the fucking basics. Yeah, this movie was just a fucking convoluted mess that didn't really know what it wanted to say. Uh, case in point, all of the Corey stuff. I can't recommend this. You know, no. it is on Peacock. Check out the know, soundtrack, so... I guess, you know, like on its own. I mean, not even really. Yeah. Like it's if you've heard the soundtrack from either of the previous two movies, you've heard the soundtrack from this yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I'm glad John I'm glad John Carpenter's still ma- I'm glad he's making money. Yeah. yeah. He probably sure. he probably got some money it's from the, for them putting the clip from the thing at the beginning too. Probably. So Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I'm going to give this a uh, 2 out of 5. Not good. Yeah. Uh, two stars. Uh, they both go to, or yeah, one one star for the soundtrack, one star for the practicals. Uh, yeah, two two seems good. I cannot recommend this movie. Nah. Um No, it's a big old stinky. Uh, but you know, better than kills. Um, but marginally. marginally. And again, just it really had the same problem that the sequels, the Star Wars sequels, did. It's just trying to tell two stories uh, in one movie, and you need to just. Hone your message. Either tell a story about Lori or tell a story about this kid. But you gotta, you gotta pick. You gotta pick. It's just, it's not enough of anything. It's just doesn't say anything. I don't know. Nah. Didn't say anything. It didn't take me anywhere. And I kept, you know, and and clearly a lot of people worked really hard on this film too. Like you know, again with all the practicals and Whatever. stuff. Whatever. People just, work hard on every movie. I know. I try to not take that for granted. I like movies. But, yeah, I I do I do too. The people yeah. who worked on the movie still got paid. It's still a shitty movie. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I'm not questioning that. Yeah, I'm sure they know it was. Yeah, a they probably movie. they probably I, know. I'm just saying it's a waste. Every, everybody who worked on this. Everybody who worked on this movie yeah. made their money. So it's, it just, I'm just saying it, it always bums me out when I see like practicals that are that good and all this other stuff, and seeing these people who worked so hard on something when inevitably it's in service of a really bad story. It, it's a bummer. Yeah, it's a waste. Yeah, two stars. That'll give Halloween Ends an average of 2.2 out of 5. See it or don't, could not care less. <laughs> I yeah. don't recommend it. One, one kill we didn't talk about that I wanted to chat about because I was so frustrated with it is Michael Myers, or maybe it was Corey, I guess. Corey as the shape. Uh, uses a blowtorch and puts it in someone's mouth. Yeah, in the oh, shitty te- in the shitty band team. And that. that was that's so cool, but it was out of frame. Yeah, like, you don't really see it. Yeah, see it, and I was like, man, I would have loved to see some cool. Yeah, that was kind of a shame. That was kind of plastic face. Like, yeah, man. yeah. Well, uh, I'm assuming we have predictions for this. We do. I think, don't we also still need to do predictions for Don't Worry Darling? Yes. <laughs> I don't think we ever did this, like, four yes. weeks later. Well, oh, yeah. well, that's because we saw it opening weekend, and then... We know, recorded a bunch of stuff out of order. We got it all uh, yeah. Okay, Timing so, didn't work out. Yeah, I'll, I'll start with Don't Worry Darling. I'm not worried about it, darling. Rotten Tomatoes, I predicted 78. TC predicted 55. 
cleave you predicted 82. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Too high. I didn't win that one. It's sitting it at a 38. Yep. Yes, sir. You, That's a choice. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah, that feels uh, so you're going to have to remind me of our collective rating. I think it was... I think we can guess from these guesses here who won. I guessed it would get a collective rating of four. Tease, you said two and a half. Cleave, you said three. Okay, I definitely won yeah, that one. It was, it was sub. That. It was sub two. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. it was sub two. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like one point seven or one point eight or something like that. Yeah, Brutal. Uh, nice. Well, I'll take those. Subs in the club for sure. Yeah. Way down. There. I was clearly the most cynical in uh-huh. my predictions, and I was rewarded for it. Yes, sir. Well, what about Good. for what? <laughs> oh, I love it when cynicism is rewarded. So, my favorite opening yeah. weekend. <laughs> That's why I'm still a cynic. My cynicism is constantly rewarded. Gross. This one, but true. Close. This one's close. <laughs> so box office, I predicted 16 mil. Tease, you predicted 23 mil. And Cleve, you predicted 30 mil. <laughs> So right now, uh, for opening weekend, it says uh, 19.3 mil. Oh, I think that's that's you, so right? So I squeak it out. Barely. Barely. Like a few hundred thousand dollars. Wow. So you got two there, but I uh, I scooped in the box office. So All right. Well, what Halloween about Halloween? Ends. Yes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, I predicted... <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I predicted... 40, TCU predicted 38, and Cleview predicted 40. Oh, we both predicted 40. It's sitting at 39. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and somehow we all win and lose. And lose. <laughs> wow, holy shit. Good for us. Well, um, we, collect- we, we split our message too. We should have picked the lane. Yeah. Um, Bad writing. This podcast is poorly written. Yeah. Collective rating, I predicted 0.8. Tease, you predicted 1.6. Cleave, you predicted 2. Cleave gets that one. Yeah. Because we did 2.2. Yeah, we're a little behind on this one. Rare for us. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it's been out for a couple So, box weeks. office, I predicted 45 mil. Tease, you predicted 50 mil. And Cleave, you predicted 101 million. Nice. Uh, opening weekend, it did 40 million. Ah. So. I lowballed to the win nice. for that one. So. Yeah, I guess I guess I didn't. I mean, I, I wasn't super far off, but I guess I didn't really take into consideration how much people hated Halloween Kills would hurt the the opening weekend box office of this one. Yeah. Well, I guess I, mean, four, I guess forty mil success. Forty for mil them. isn't isn't bad opening weekend. Yeah, and I think there's a larger story here because. We've seen a lot of horror movies lately do really well in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Barbarian actually did quite well. Yeah. The Smile. Movie, Smile did super well. Smile did really made like well. $100 million. I still um, good for Smile. Yeah, good for ben, Smile. Ben and I saw Smile. It was pretty good. I really liked it. Was it was pretty good. I didn't, I really, I didn't really like it, but I liked, <laughs> but I liked it. I did like it. Smile was fun. All right. Imagine... Yeah, it so follows, it, but dumb. It follows, but dumber, yeah. yeah. If, if if that's what you're looking for. It trips. It stumbles. It stumbles <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty good. It it's smiles, pretty good. It's I pretty mean, good. It it's way better than this movie. <laughs> way yeah. better than this movie. Um, but anyway, 
Uh, next week, another movie that came out several weeks ago that we're behind on. Uh, we're going to do the new Hellraiser. That, no, I'm uh, I'm, I've been so ready to watch this movie. I mean, I've seen I've seen I've a number of the trailers, mm. and yeah. I still think it looks pretty good. I haven't, I haven't even been watching the trailers. I'm just I've been. I still think it looks pretty good. So uh, yeah, next I've week. Next things. So. Next week we're going to be talking about the new Hellraiser movie. So come back. We might for be raising hell about it. We might. Mu- oh, we might be. We might be. Maybe or maybe not. Who knows? I I hope, I hope it's good. I mean, after. This piece of garbage. I mean, anything's gonna be great. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm, I'm gonna be in. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in a real good mood. Mood to watch Al Razor, regardless. All right, uh, this is a long one. <laughs> God. Normally, I cut those out, but that was so gross. I'm absolutely leaving it in. Leave it in. Fuck it. I don't care. Leave it all my burps and farts and all of it. I don't care. All right, here we go. <laughs> You good, dog? Okay, sorry. I took a, <laughs> I took a big old swig of white cloth, and then and then I started giggling about, um, burping and farting, and I just I couldn't I couldn't swallow. Okay, anyway, I swallowed. That's all that matters. Just that's all you need to know is I swallowed. But uh, anyway, um, this episode is brought to you by your weed dealer who tries to make you watch Family Guy funny compilations on YouTube when you come over to pick up a bag. You're oh, just man. trying to come over and pick up a bag, but like this, he wants he wants to watch the Family Guy videos. We've all had one of these guys. Yeah. Whom's among us? Whom's among us? Well, he always wants to watch those Family Guy funny comps. Well, you know what? Thank I, we thank, thank him, him for yeah. sponsoring this episode of the podcast. We salute him. We salute him, and in his honor, we will watch a Family Guy funny comp. Lois. Oh, uh, no, no, no! I'm cut. I'm cutting this bit off. I'm cutting that off. Beer. No, 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 no! We're not. We're not. No. Come on. All right, that'll bring Beer. the dog. <laughs> it's just a you sponsor. Know, like the dog character. Poison Peter. Giggity. Oh no. Giggity. Okay, we have no to way. stop. We cannot do this. We ca- we cannot do this. All right, that'll bring us to the end of this week's episode. End us. If you like Halloween the show, ends end me. Yeah, I'm trying to, <laughs> but you keep but you keep interrupting me. I got some stuff to say first. But Lois, we oh no, what have I unleashed? Uh, well, uh, if you like the episode, leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We we appreciate that. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podpeoplepod. Hello and shout out to our honorary pod boys, Sam Simon, Zach Confer. Y'all are the best. Hope y'all are, hope y'all are having a happy Halloween weekend. Um, uh, Twitter, podpeoplepod, letterbox.com slash podpeoplepod. That's where all of the films we've talked about are listed with our average ratings and links to those reviews. I'm on Twitter at some spooky snake. Spooky Saturday is this weekend when you're listening to this. This weekend, October 29th, we're going to finish out last and maybe start the DLC. Hey. So uh, twitch.tv slash some spooky snake, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Ooh. Eastern Standard Snake. 
Eastern Snake Time. Oh yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Mister Sheets. <laughs> I was speechless there. Yeah, thinking about snakes. Yeah, I'm thinking about snakes right now. Um, and you can also find my work on DreadXP.com. Uh, there's uh, amongst all of the many games that uh, the studio has been working on, I've been helping on those games. Uh, of course, most recently. Uh, we've announced that we're working on a creep show title, and you should stay tuned for that because it's gonna be fucking awesome. Uh, get excited. Get real excited for that one. And of course, uh, we're still putting out progress on It Stairs Back. Um, so go keep your ears to the rails for that one, too. Go give it a wish list if you haven't. Yeah, maybe yeah, some, yeah. maybe some news about that yeah, one go, soon. Go, go put a wish list on it, you, you dingus. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing here? Go, go and do that. Halloween's ended. It's over. Why? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Halloween has ended. Well, I technically not quite. Hope you're having a happy Halloween. Uh, hope your Halloween is better than Halloween ends. And much like that film, this podcast it's also thrown in the meat grinder must end. So